Frustrated with toxic people, they can't see how much they hurt me. I just want this chaos to cease. Here's your host, Dr. Shayla, my source for how to live a life of peace. Find peace in the midst of toxic negativity. Welcome to the Toxic People Detox, a practical guide for finding peace in the midst of toxic people. It's not about changing them. It's about changing how you respond to them and doing so in a productive, healthy way. This is episode 35, Dealing with Controlling Parents. Now, before I get into this one, I'm going to have a webinar on June the 1st, and I believe it's at four o'clock, but I left a link in the description that takes you right to the registration page. And it's a webinar about controlling parents. So I'm going to focus on six ways that they manipulate you and how to counteract those manipulative tactics and or arguments. So I'm going to spend a lot of time talking about controlling parents on that webinar. But for today's episode, I want to focus on two things. Number one, why are they doing that? And number two, some things you can do to release yourself from that grip. Now, if you didn't grow up with controlling parents, you might be thinking, oh, that's just for the kids, right? The teenagers. No, I'm specifically talking about adults who have controlling parents. And I mean, you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, and maybe even your 50s. And if you never had controlling parents, you might think, wait, you mean you're like 40 or 50 and parents are still controlling you? Exactly. The problem is that the child becomes an adult. However, the relationship with the parent never matures. It stays in childhood. In fact, I would even go so far as to say that controlling parents are just as immature, if not more so than their child. So when the child becomes an adult, they're still in that mindset. This reminds me of uh, this reality TV show on MTV. I don't know if it's still running. It's called The Real World. I think it is. But anyway, Let's backtrack about maybe 10 some odd years ago. And I just happened to be flipping through the channels and I, and I was watching an, a special episode where a group of young people were trying to audition for the next spot on the real world. And what caught my attention was this girl. She was very quiet, very shy. And it was kind of reminds me of me. She was talking about her controlling father. The interviewer asked her something, but she says, how old do I have to be to start living my life? If any of you are adult children of controlling parents, how old do you have to be? If you're in your 20s, you'll probably ask yourself that. But then if you're like in your 30s or 40s or 50s, you know the answer is as long as they're living and breathing and in their right frame of mind, you will never be too old. Because to them, once a child, always a child. So again, on the webinar, I'm going to talk about some tactics they use against you and how to counteract it. Now, stop me if this sounds familiar. This controlling parent is very critical. No matter what you do right, they will always find something wrong. It's so overly critical. Criticism can be a good thing, but not with these people. They take it to the nth degree and they accuse you of being ungrateful, yet they're doing the same thing themselves. Emotional manipulation. Well, if you do this, uh, you don't love me or something like that. They lash out. And if you, you have to step on eggshells around them, if you try to assert your free will, then boy, they will beat you down. The claws will come out. They're intrusive. They invade your privacy. Let's talk about money for a second. If you are financially beholden to them, they may do favors for you or let you borrow money. 
And you might not even have to pay them back, or at least that's what they say anyway. But no, you do have to pay them back, not monetarily, but you have to pay them back in other ways. The currency is your obedience. So why are they like that? Oh, it can be any number of things. I was talking to someone about a controlling parent and this person said, have you ever considered that this person has had a traumatic experience? And I said, no doubt about it. I would be shocked if this individual didn't because all the signs are there. So these parents, they operate out of fear, the fear of loss, because as you get older, again, the relationship changes by default, at least if that's what you're supposed to do. And they just don't want to relinquish that control. They've spent about a good, what, 18 some odd years of your life uh, trying to guide you. And now you're asserting your free will. It's like, no, no, let's try it my way. Okay. This is another reason why they control. And this is an insidious one. On some level, they don't think you're capable of making your own decisions. They really think you're stupid. And let me say a harsh truth here. They don't respect you. They don't respect your boundaries. That's why they invade your privacy. That's why they make the decisions for you. My students are roughly 18 to 25, somewhere in there. But I had one parent tell me, uh, we need to talk about my son. And I'm thinking, your 27-year-old son? Uh, okay, whatever. I don't know what you think you can tell me. And it's, it's amazing. Actually, I take that back. It's not amazing. You think I would have gotten used to that by now. Okay, we talked about some traumatic experience they had. And so they overcompensate by trying to control their child, their adult child. There's the fear of loss, the fear of change, because you might have that empty nest syndrome. And then there's projection. It's like they're projecting their life unto you. Basically, they might even see you as their second chance at life. They're living their lives vicariously through you. If you've seen the movie, uh, I think it's Black Swan, the one with Natalie Portman. Yeah. There's a good example right there. The mother who was a ballerina and then she got pregnant. And so that kind of killed her dreams. And she, there's this bitterness and anger. And so she projects that unto her daughter. Okay, I wasn't a ballerina. I wasn't successful. So my daughter is going to be successful. I will succeed through her. And even though it's just a movie, yes, this happens in real life. Their dreams were unfulfilled. So they will fulfill their dreams through their child. And if you're in that situation, look, you are an autonomous human being. You are not someone's second chance at life, even if this person is your mother or father. And I had a reader who told me about her gaslighting mother. Yes, I got your email, Dr. I, and I will be responding. And I will answer your question next Monday, which at the time of this recording is Memorial Day. So anyway, I just wanted to throw some of those things out to you because I will be going into a lot of detail when we have our webinar. There's some people out there, some of you have emailed me and you have issues with, uh, usually it's a controlling mother. I very rarely get one about a controlling father, although I know they exist, All right? I don't think you have to be told if your parents controlling. I think if you are in that kind of situation, you know. Okay. So I talked about overly critical, ungrateful, emotionally manipulative, like blackmail, emotional blackmail. Nothing is ever good enough for these people. They lash out for the littlest things. It's like, you have to really watch what you say about them. They can take the most innocent things and just blow it out of proportion. It's a bullying tactic. It's a scare tactic to keep you in line, plain and simple. I mean, if I say, Hey, I'm going to the fair. What do you mean you're going to? And that can turn into an ordeal. You think I'm joking. I'm not. I wish I were. Another thing 
You are not anybody's second chance at life. You are an autonomous human being. Be careful of controlling parents who use money. Money is a way of controlling you. Now, if you're in a situation, let's say I had some, uh, I had a rocky point in my life and I kind of need the money. I understand that. Trust me, I do. Like I've told you all before that I had to file bankruptcy. So I understand when you're, when you get yourself in a bad financial situation, but if you're going to accept help, any handout, any money from a controlling parent, understand you will pay them back with your obedience. If you are financially beholden to them, your options are a bit limited at that point. You need to sever those financial ties if you can. Now, if you're in a position where you can't, well, you might just have to bide your time. Now, if it ever gets to that point where you feel you need to cut ties and someone asks me, should I cut ties? My response is you can answer that question with this question. If you never see that person again, would you be okay with that? Oh, sure. I'll be okay. Are you sure? Sometimes we don't know for a fact. We don't know until after we cut the ties. You've had someone who's been in your life for a good chunk of it. And so the ability to sever ties with that person is not easy. But like I said, if they're controlling you, if they're making every decision, that means they don't really respect you. They don't think you're smart enough to do it. Understand that. Let me sum up by saying this. The reason why they're controlling could be maybe some traumatic thing they had in their life. So this control they exert over you gives them the illusion of having control because they're anxious about life. They may fear loss or they're projecting something onto you. Okay, that's sad, but you're not responsible. You're not their therapist. And then the last thing I want to talk about is the need for their approval. People say, how in the world can an adult stay in that situation? If they've never been in that situation, it's easy to stand by and judge. When it comes down to it, Parents have a lot of influence over our life. Let's be honest. We know that. And they know that. And some people are still dependent on that approval. You know, that good girl, good boy, you know, you're such a good child. And, and you want that love. You want that approval. And that doesn't really change as we get older. Emotional, uh, not emotional, but controlling parents understand this. And they will dangle that need for approval over your head like a carrot. Oh, you want my approval? Here you go. You better do what I say in order to get my approval. Because if you don't do what I say, or if you try to make your own decisions without me, you're not going to get my approval or you're not going to get my love. It's so insidious. So if you're not ready to just flat out sever any ties from these people, then how do you deal with them? Actually, the answer is in my tagline. It's not about changing them. It's about changing how you respond to them. You have to understand that their behavior does not come out of left field. No one wakes up and decides, oh, I want to control you, you 35, 57 year old person. You no one, no one wakes up thinking that something happened. No one comes out of left field with that type of behavior. Again, a trauma, maybe they have a fear of loss. They're projecting, they're seeing you as their second chance of life. Whatever the source of this, as much as you might want their approval, understand they might not be capable of giving you approval without strings attached. They might not be capable of giving you money or doing favors for you without strings attached. And you have to acknowledge that. If not, you're going to keep going in circles with these people. It's just... If you try to assert your free will, they might lash out at you and you'll kind of back down a little bit. Or let's say you don't back down and you, and you stand your ground. They will back down maybe just enough to bring your guard down. And when your guard does come down, here they go again. And, and, and you're in that constant cycle. To hear the rest of this when I talk about the six methods that they use to control and how to counteract them. 
then tune into my webinar, Getting Back to Cutting This Person Out of Your Life. If you say, I'm not ready to make that step, I'm not ready to cut this person out of my life yet, that's fine. If you're in that mindset where you're not ready to do that, understand things will not get better unless you realize that there is a source from all this controlling behavior. It's not your job to try to save them. Because ironically, that's what they think they're doing for you. They think they're trying to save you. So you're trying to save them. Basically, you're just dishing out what they're giving you. And you have a codependent situation. And last but not least, free yourself of the need for their approval. You are an adult. You are an autonomous being. And you have the right to live your life. Not to try to live someone else's. Because your parents can do a lot of things for you, but they cannot breathe for you. Okay, so until next time, I wish you peace in the midst of toxic people. Take care. Go to the toxic people detox.com. Find peace in the midst of toxic negativity.